Welcome back to another episode of FRPC Football. And my name is Vince Carter. I'm wanting your host. And this weekend, if you were a football fan, you got everything you wanted. This is the reason why our significant others look at us and go, what? Why are we? You're going to spend the whole day watching football? Yes. I'm going to spend the whole day watching football. These games are important. We got national semifinals championship games. We got NFL games that have playoff implications. We got games that are affecting my fantasy team, you know, because I'm in the championship or whatever it is. This weekend paid off so great. It was so awesome. And let's get started with the 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 national semifinals, right? TCU and Michigan, that was a classic. Kudos to Max Duggan, the quarterback out of TCU. He just willed them to victory. And also he gave some credibility to the Big 12 with that victory. Because I will tell you, not a lot of people outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area was giving TCU a really a good chance against Michigan. And I was one of those doubters. But credit to Coach Dykes and that team in getting in the transfer portal and getting the guys they thought they needed for that program. And it all paid off. And they are going to the national championship game where they'll face the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, we thought we had a classic with Michigan, and I'm gonna get to I'm gonna go back to Michigan in one second. We thought we had a classic with the TCU Michigan game. That Georgia Ohio State game was filthy. It was just athletes. People getting it done on the offensive end. I mean, plays were being made. And uh, I'll get to my thoughts of that in a second. I do want to go back to the Michigan situation. Because if it's just if it's just a loss, it's not that big of a deal. Right? But is it time to panic in Ann Arbor? It might. Because as soon as the game was over, you started to hear the rumors of if a chance for Jim Harbaugh to go back to the NFL, he will take it. Um, Actually, Bruce Feldman of The Athletic is reporting that, that if there is a chance that he can go back to the NFL, he'll take it. Michigan... How do you feel about that right now? As a Michigan alum or a Michigan fan, how do you feel about here's a guy who is now getting you in national championship consideration? Um, There was a period where you kind of soured on the guy. He actually took a pay cut to say, hey, listen, you know, I want to get this fixed as much as you. I'll take a pay cut. And we'll see how it all ends, right? And now he has gotten 
the Wolverines to the playoffs the last couple years. He's beaten Ohio State the last couple years. And now the rumors are coming out that he might want to make one more run in the NFL ranks. As a program, where do you go? Who are you looking at? Who are some of the candidates that are out there? I tell you what, the one thought that I did have was I wonder if Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, if he would have waited three weeks, would we be talking about Coach Prime at Michigan? Listen, I don't know. I know that he's happy being in a, in a Power 5 school, and he's going to recruit there. The transfer portal is real. Coach Prime is going to be all over that. Um, his call is real. So now if you're Michigan, where do you go? You know, we'll get more into it in later podcasts. Uh, I just wanted to throw it out there. Like, what is your confidence level in your administration to pick the next guy? Or is the next guy already on the staff and he's like a holdover and you just keep the train running? I don't know the answer to these questions, but we'll get into it further and further as the year goes on. And obviously when they make a, if there's a change or whatever, we'll be all over it because we want to be committed to college football, just like to the NFL. We want to bring you a lot of both. Now back to the Ohio State game um, against Georgia. This game was excellent. I mean, Georgia was on the ropes. Ohio State offense was clicking. It looked great. Uh, C.J. Stroud made some terrific throws. And Marvin Harrison Jr., is that dude it was really hard to see him take that hit um late in the game um godspeed to that young man i hope that it i hope that you know he has to have a concussion has to has to have one um but ryan day kept the pressure on kept scoring but georgia just found a way You know, they just found a way. And the other thing with that is, is I'll just, I'll just say it this way. The play calling on both sides was just excellent. And the other thing is this, there will be kids that will be born in Georgia the next couple years. How many are them going to be named uh, Stetson or, or, or Bennett? You know? Uh, is there anything in the state of Georgia that Stetson Bennett can't get at this present time? That dude is a god in that state. I mean, he's just ridiculous. And kudos to him. He wanted to play in Georgia. He was a Bulldog fan. This was something that he wanted to do. And now he has led his team to a national championship and now they're going back to the national championship and we'll see how it all plays out um i will say this um curry smart is going to take on basically the don't stop believing guitar riff right here insert that right now tcu horn frogs 
And I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be a game. I mean, I know that Georgia is favored by a bunch. Um, and I will say that I would pick Georgia right now, gun to my head, pick them uh, to win this game. And it could go two ways. It could go the way of, hey, they just got a bunch of dudes. They got a bunch of five-star dudes. They're just huge. And this is where the Cinderella the Cinderella story stops, right? You could go that route. Or if you've seen TCU's games this year, you know that until it's all triple zero in the fourth quarter, that kid is not going to stop playing. Um, they will need a cup. They will need some help from Georgia to stay in this game. Um, but I do believe that if they're close or sniffing around early in the third quarter or like midway in the third third quarter of that national championship game, we have a classic on our hands. Because Duggan will make whatever play he needs to make to keep his team, um, keep him close. And Stetson Bennett has just shown that the mastery of the offense that he has and the way he is able to utilize all the talents that are around him, um, the tight ends are just excellent and they just get after it so it's going to be a really good game um if tcu if tcu doesn't turn the ball over they're gonna have to play a perfect game to stay close i think georgia has too many dudes and i think at the end of the day we're gonna get to see georgia raise up another national championship so that's how I feel about that one um and then Sunday came along right Sunday happened and let's start off with two things we got the privilege of watching Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady keep their teams viable for the playoffs in Brady's case they're in they beat Carolina they're the NFC South champions at 8-8. Eight and eight. And this is one thing I will say. How can I put this? Okay. That game yesterday was incredible. The throws he made to Mike Evans specifically, the three touchdown throws were absolute dimes. They were dimes. Okay. He put it on him okay now could it be that Brady is actually human and the difficulties early on in the season and before the season with the whole divorce and Giselle deal and trying to figure out where his kids are going to be could that have kind of kept them to what they are right now And he's just getting himself together. You know, he's starting to feel good about life again. And he has a renewed vigor. Is any of this possible? I mean, look at it from your point of view. 
You know, I mean, obviously, you're not Tom Brady. You're not making millions of dollars. You weren't married to a supermodel. Maybe some of you are. If you are, clutch. Congrats to you. Um, But if you were dealing with this and you had to go to work every day, probably wouldn't be a probably wouldn't be a good scene for you either. You know, there might be some things that fall through the cracks for you as well. So I don't think it would be any different for a seven time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Life got in the way and, you know, he might just be hitting his stride right about now, which if that's true, I mean, what a scary, scary thought that you could be playing this dude in the playoff. And he is re-engaged and ready to win. I mean, that could be, man, I just, I mean, from what we all seen this year, Tampa is lucky to be in the division they're in and they're lucky to be in the playoffs. I get all of that. But anytime that guy is in the playoffs, it's a vibe. It's a thing. Everybody's scared of him. And if they're close going into the fourth quarter of any playoff game, I'm telling you, the other coach on the other side that's playing against Tampa is going, oh, my God, here we go again. Here we go again. We got to find a way to defeat this dude. But he's seen it all. So what do you do? So my my advice to the teams that are going to play Tampa Bay in the playoffs is get them out early. If they give you a turnover early, convert it into a touchdown, score on your drives, get a two-plus possession uh, lead, and never look back. Do not give them air to breathe whatsoever because you will ultimately pay for it. And then to Rodgers, right? Now, I don't know if he just succumbed to the fact that this is the offense that could carry him into his 40s um, in a way where he's really, really productive and he's able to, you know, hit the passes that he needs to hit because he's still that guy. Right. Or was it just, hey, man, um, my primary outside speed receiver rookie, Kristen Watson, is is compromised with injury. And we got these two really excellent backs. And we're going to lean on those guys today and uh, get this victory and uh, keep our chances for the playoffs going. I don't know which one is the one that Aaron has decided on. And really, that's what it comes down to. Aaron has to decide on what he wants to do. But yesterday was a masterclass of just beating a team systematically, keeping your aura on that franchise. So it's just like, hey, by the way, we are still alive for the playoffs. And if we get in, 
we're not scared of you and uh, we'll see you down the road, right? So, I mean, this is what, this is all you can ask for, Green Bay. A chance to get into the tournament. You know, you play another NFC North rival in Detroit. And we'll get to them in a second. Um, but, man, this guy, they were 4-8. and eight. The Packers were 4-8. and eight. We were bearing the Packers. We were, the funeral arrangements were being done. For the Packers. And here they are again. Back to life. Cue the, the Jason Voorhees music on Friday the 13th for both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady at this point. Because you can't kill him. You just can't. As much as we tried, I wrote an article about it. It's on the website. Go check it out. Still has some point, still has some poignant points in there about the the lack of um, getting Rogers weapons, but man, he's made it work. He has found a way to make it work, and you can't ask for anything more at this point. And now we get to Minnesota. So, folks in Minnesota, how are you feeling right now? How are you feeling at this point? You can look at it two ways. You can look at it the way of, hey, we're 12 and 4. Uh, we've already qualified for the playoffs. There's no need to put too much on film for prospective playoff opponents. Right? You can look at it that way, or you can look at it this way. The sounds that emanate from every part of this country other than Minnesota that have been saying that Kirk Cousins is fraudulent, which is harsh. But we'll say he hasn't shown the ability to show up in those moments when you need him. I understand there are a couple plays in there that you guys are really excited about. But overall, through his career, when the lights are the brightest, he hasn't shown up. And maybe not in places where you talk about it out loud, but maybe to yourself. Are you starting to think that in Minnesota? Because the team around him is great. It really is. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than what Justin Jefferson is giving you. The running game is potent. You have enough depth at the wide receiver position. Um, you get TJ Hawkinson from Detroit, of all places. So, everything's there. Defense, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but as far as offensively, everything's there. And all he has to do is kind of be like the point guard. You know, the field general. You don't need him to score a lot of points. We just need you to get the ball to everyone else, right? And it just, every time it comes to a big game. And make no mistake about it. 
Minnesota Viking fans, you know that that game against Green Bay was big. You had the opportunity to just end the Green Bay Packers this year and maybe send send them down a trajectory where it helps you in the upcoming years as you try to take over the division. But your inability to do that gives them life and it should put doubt in your head whether is your team a a a one game and done in the playoffs are they that or is this a legitimate team that can make a run I don't know how you feel in Minnesota I would love to know so please tweet at me at frontrunner PC on Twitter. Alright? I would love to hear that. Now, we're going to get to a couple more happy notes. The Patriots and the Steelers are still viable playoff contenders. Um, First and foremost, the, the Patriots took advantage of the misfortunes of the Miami Dolphins and their quarterback room, which is absolutely, it's it's so bad right now. There's going to be a 30 for 30, I believe, on the Tua situation. So ESPN, you're welcome for that nugget. But it it's simple for the Pats now. You win and you're in. But it's not so simple, is it, Patriots fans? Not so simple when you have to play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo to earn your place in the playoffs. Now, (coughs) two things with this. One, the Bills could be... We don't know because we're taping this at 2 Pacific time. So the Cincinnati game is going to tell you everything you need to know. If they lose to Cincinnati, um, they're not playing for anything and they can rest their guys. If they win this game, they're still playing for first seed overall. And I'm going to tell you right now. If they're still playing for a home field advantage in the sense of all the way through the AFC, Patriots are in trouble. If for some reason they lose to Cincinnati, which I will tell you, I believe that Cincinnati, Buffalo, Bills Mafia, Bills Mafia, you and I are going to be the best of friends. But I do believe that Joe Burrow is going to win tonight. Now, I... I could be wrong. I love your quarterback. I love him. I just wish you had a running game. I I just wish that you had a running game outside of Josh Allen. Everything else I love about your squad, I just wish there was some a running back that you can just say, say here. Here is the ball 15 times a game. And he gives you productivity that you need. That is what I wish you had. But you don't. And I think 
in this game in particular, I think you might be compromised and you're in. And I still think you're a really dangerous team in the playoffs. I think Josh Allen can get hot. I think that defense is good. And I just, I wouldn't pick against you in the playoffs. But your running game scares me for this game. And that's what's going to scare me against those two teams. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs of the world. That's what's going to scare me in the playoffs as well. I think that you still own the AFC East. Congratulations to that. But I think tonight might not be your night. Um, And then we get to the Steelers. So the Steelers, they win. That was as <laughs> three yards in a cloud of dust type of game. I mean, it's really Pittsburgh Steeler, Baltimore Raven football. I mean, really is late in the season, cold weather, you know, injuries are affecting both teams. And Kenny Pickett looked like a really good quarterback. Um, he looked like a guy who's growing in the, to the position. You can't say anything. That throw to Najee Harris at the end of the game, oh my, that was great. It was a fantastic throw, fantastic catch by an unbelievable running back. And by the way, he was worth his first round uh, draft choice, obviously. Uh, the Steelers did well there, and they're still alive. You know they need help. They, you know, Patriots got to help them out. Um, the Jets got to help them out, but they're still alive. So those are the things that are going on in the football world at this point in time. Um, we hope to be whole next week. My guy. Nico Miatello is having some uh, technical difficulties in Canada. We hope to have those rectified shortly. And this won't be a solo pod forever. So um, the last thing that I want to hit you with is this, is that shout out to my neighbor who is a giant, a New York Giants fan. Um, They're in the playoffs. They took care of business. Uh, Danny Dimes is in the playoffs. I mean, what can we say? That guy is much maligned. I mean, I didn't know. I still don't know about him at quarterback. But Brian Dable, he just found a way to win games. He was like, all right, I don't know. I don't know what we have at wide receiver. We'll make it work. We'll run the football. We'll not turn it over. We won't make mistakes. You know, he limited uh, Daniel Jones, uh, made him look competent, and they're in the playoffs. So kudos to the Giants. Kudos to my New York friends out there who are, you know, really happy about what's going on in New York City, in Gotham. So real good about that. And a couple things um, coming out of the college ranks that everybody should be aware of, and and you probably already know. Bryce Young and uh, Will Anderson Jr. for the Alabama Crimson Tide have declared for the draft. Um, And the thought is that C.J. Stroud, after what 
after what happened, he's going to declare as well. So those might be three guys within the top five. Now, it's a long way to April. Okay, I'm just going to say that right now. Um, If Bryce Young is six foot two, he is no doubt going to be the first pick in the draft. But we are going to wait on the measurements that come out of Indianapolis come scouting time. So with that being said, that's it for today's pod. I hope to see you Friday for the basketball pod. And uh, we are efforting to do a live pod. And uh, that first episode should also drop this week as well. So that's where we are with everything. And you guys have a tremendous start to your year. We're going to be signing off now. And we look to see you very, very shortly. 